The pursuit of wealth has taught me more spiritually than any spiritual text I've ever read. Financial freedom and money are two of the highest Googled terms on the internet and have been for a long, long time. Why do you think that is? Everyone seems to want to be rich. We want to live a life of freedom. And we seem to think that if we're rich enough, our problems in life would go away. But no one seems to talk about the cost that freedom comes at. And today, I will be opening up about the untold story of money. And it might just change your relationship to how you see money. Welcome to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Griff. I'm a conscious serial entrepreneur with a passion for wealth creation, sovereignty and natural law, spirituality and consciousness, financial literacy, commerce, investing, and the game of money. I am the founder of the Level Up Collective, a conscious wealth mastermind in which I lead countless others through the process of unlearning most, if not all, of what we've been taught about the world and the game of money and then relearning what the rules of this secretive game really are and how we can actually win at it. I was incredibly blessed to stumble across many of the secrets of the 1% at a young age. And rather than keeping it all to myself, I'm on a mission to share this information freely with as many people as I can. This podcast is going to challenge the very fabric of your reality. And at times, you may find yourself running up against some of your deepest unconscious belief systems. I encourage you to give yourself grace, keep an open mind, and never just accept what I say as fact. Always do your own research. I never want you to just assume I am telling the truth. I am not here to convince or teach you anything, but rather to reflect back and remind you of things that somewhere in your consciousness you already know. Take what resonates, discard what doesn't, and enjoy the ride. Now let's get started. From the time I was about 11, I knew I wanted to be rich. Not just kind of well off, but wealthy. I always wanted to be a professional baseball player, like my idol at the time, Derek Jeter. At that age, I didn't understand how money worked, and I was beyond naive to the reality of what success demands of you if you truly want to live this life. Similar to the Disney classic, I find many of us resemble the archetype of Peter Pan when it comes to achieving our dreams. We are extremely naive to the reality of what it means to actually grow up and not only command wealth, but maintain it and grow it. In the story of Peter Pan, Peter represents the aspect of our psyche or personality that some call our inner child. The part of us that, among other things, never wants to grow up and face the real world. And can you really blame them? For those of us who allow themselves to feel it, there is a 
deep grief, a sadness that can swallow you whole if you let it. When you really sit with the process of emotional and psychological development in maturing from being a child to an adult, it's brutal. You slowly start to catch these glimpses that life isn't all rainbows and butterflies. It's dense, it's sad, it's terrifying. You have your first heartbreaking rejection or soul-crushing failure. It doesn't take long to realize that life in this dimension doesn't give anyone special treatment and is not necessarily fair or nice. Because of this, many of us never actually grow up. I meet 40, 50, and 60-year-olds all the time who are at the emotional maturity level of a 12-year-old. We live as a shell of who we actually are inside because this 3D realm is not the easiest place for a soul who feels things to express itself openly. And just like Peter in Peter Pan, many of us attempt to live lives in Neverland, an imaginary realm where we don't have to face the grief and the shedding process of maturity that defines the human experience on this planet. So how does this relate to money? And where the hell am I going with this? I've come to experientially understand along my journey from being an 11-year-old kid, naive enough to think that he could be the next Derek Jeter and make the big bucks as a shortstop for the New York Yankees, to a now 31-year-old multimillionaire, that what my inner 11-year-old was actually searching for was a freedom that cannot be found in this 3D realm. Sure, you can choose to live a completely carefree life and never grow up, take on responsibility, or add complexity to your life. But in doing so, you're running away from the human experience of why our souls came here. My search for freedom was almost like an attempt to bargain with the very nature of the human experience, that we are bound to time, bound to location, bound inside of a meat suit and an ego, an attempt at coping with the harsh realities of this experience and the fact that there are no do-overs. This is it, game time. There is no escaping or opting out, you really only have two options. Run to Neverland and dissociate your entire life, remaining at the emotional and spiritual maturity level of a child, or grow up and face the pain until you learn to actually love the pain and not see it as pain anymore. You see, we're each Peter Pan. That's a part of me as much as it is a part of you. Some of us deny it and live in total lack of self-awareness. Some of us make it our entire identity and crusade around in life, battling metaphorical 
Captain Hooks, trying to force our inner rebels to grow up. And most of us are somewhere in between. And it is our very relationship to our own inner Peter Pan that dictates our relationship to money. I've come to realize the two are almost indistinguishable. If we choose Peter Pan, money will elude us. If we leave Neverland and grow up, we stand a chance at traversing our own hero's journey and can truly write our own story with conscious intent as the author of it. There's suffering. There's sadness. It's not an easy path by any means. But what is the alternative? Sleepwalking? Dissociating? Spiritually bypassing? I'd rather die because that is not living. So what does money really represent for people anyways? Why does money run the entire world and the collective consciousness of this planet? Have you ever thought about that? As best I can tell, it seems to represent two things. Number one, safety at a lower level. And number two, freedom at a higher level. Safety, freedom. We chase this thing called money because we believe it will give us freedom. But have we ever stopped to ask the most important question on this topic? What kind of freedom are we searching for? And what price must we pay to have it? And before I get to this, you might want to stick around because this is not going to be a money bashing spiritual video. What's going on, guys? We just wanted to take a really quick break from the show to thank you guys for all of the continued support and let you know that we are really prioritizing growing this podcast in both audio and video format. And on that note, we are wanting to connect with you guys on YouTube. So if you have been following along to our podcast on whatever audio streaming service that may be, we want to make sure that we're also connected on YouTube as we are putting out exclusive video only content on YouTube. And we're also going to be doing some giveaways in the near future. So we want to make sure we're connected on there for those of you who would like to be. And you can find us at youtube.com slash official. All one word, no special characters. All right. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. We could not do this without you. Now let's get back to the show. This conversation for those who are truly willing to get messy and be radically honest, is extremely nuanced. What I've come to learn about money from being an unbelievably naive 11-year-old who had a ridiculous dream to the 31-year-old man I am now with a family I provide for, a team I provide for, complex corporate and trust structures to manage, Assets to protect and grow for various causes. Hundreds and hundreds of students relying on me every single day. And then the thousands of you who seem to, for some reason, give a fuck about what I have to say. Is that money 
is just like any other relationship in our lives. It's a two-way street. And you can have as much money as you want if you're willing to pay the price. I'm going to say that one more time because it is essential to this conversation. You can have as much money as you can physically dream of if you're willing to pay the price. The part that most either don't understand or don't take seriously enough, likely because it's simply not talked about enough, is the price part of this equation. I have come to deeply believe more recently in my own self-reflection that what most of us are actually chasing when we're out in the world chasing money and chasing freedom is this childlike state that Peter Pan embodies, a state in which you don't have responsibilities. You can do whatever the fuck you want, when you want, how you want, with who you want, with no real repercussions. Essentially, childhood. We daydream about the day we have enough money to quit our job, buy a house on the beach or in the mountains, and check out from the matrix. It helps us cope with the difficulty of the assignment of the human experience. But is it rooted in reality? Do we actually know what we're signing up for? Do you want to know what financial freedom actually entails? Spoken from someone who has walked this very path and reached the promised land? It comes with a level of responsibility that would break most people. Hence why there's a 1% and a 99%. It comes with pressure, constant pressure. It comes with people counting on you. It comes with people and governments constantly trying to take what you've worked so hard for away from you. It comes with stress and arguments about money because so few on this planet have enough of it. It comes with a strong urge to close off your heart and guard yourself and what you've built because of the clearly felt ulterior motives underlying the actions of most humans on this planet. The universe itself beckons for you to pay your dues on a daily basis. There is no free lunch. The universe demands reciprocity. It is the embodiment of the Greek myth about Sisyphus, who was sentenced by the gods to roll a boulder up a steep hill just for it to roll back to the bottom of the hill every time he reaches the top for the rest of eternity. We think if we just get there, then we won't have to pay the price anymore. Then we can relax. Then there won't be a boulder anymore that we have to push day in, day out. Then we will be free. You start out 
a naive kid daring to dream big and be bold. And for a very small percentage of us, you don't let the world dim your shine and convince you that you cannot do what you set out to do or be who you set out to be. So you do whatever it takes because that reward, once you get there, will be so sweet, right? Complete financial freedom. And then you get there and you realize financial freedom is a completely different freedom than the freedom I believe most of us are actually searching for. My friend, you're searching for a childlike feeling of freedom amidst the grief and the sadness built into having to grow up and live the human experience, having to leave Neverland, accept your own mortality, accept that much of life doesn't feel good, that life isn't fair, and it cannot be all play all the time. The responsibility and weight of not bypassing and feeling it all, it's almost like we're searching for a break. As if, if we just get to this final destination, then we can finally relax. So we push this boulder up to the very top of the mountain. And when we finally get there, it simply rolls back to the bottom for us to start our work again. And I can already hear those of you with poor money mindsets in the comments. See, this is why I've denounced money. It doesn't bring happiness. Yeah, you're correct. Money will never just grant you happiness. But this journey was never about the money. You're missing the point. The point of all of this is self-realization. And the pursuit of wealth has taught me more spiritually than any spiritual text I've ever read. It's easy to live your life in fear. Fear of failing. Fear of public rejection. Fear of not being good enough. So you write off the difficult quest of pursuing financial freedom. But that's the coward's way out. I don't care to try to become wealthy, Jeremy. I don't value money says the millennial who's living paycheck to paycheck out of their van or living with their parents, asking for handouts and special treatment from others who have figured out money because they can't afford it. Do you see the immense irony in that? My message today is not to validate that you should denounce money. Quite the opposite, actually. It is an encouragement and a call forward to be ruthlessly honest with yourself about why you want the things you want in life. You might find yourself pursuing money because you think it will give you freedom. But have you gotten extremely granular on exactly what type of freedom you're even desiring? Building and keeping real wealth 
will often bring far more stress, responsibility, people relying on you, and required financial vigilance, financial literacy, and financial protection than you can likely fathom from where you're sitting right now watching this video. The 11-year-old me who was determined to grow up and be massively successful didn't have a fucking clue what he was actually signing up for. Had I known the price I would have to pay to be where I am today, I would have never, ever signed up for this path willingly. And I suppose that's likely the paradox, isn't it? We almost have to be naive about our dreams or we would never go for them. And it isn't until we grow through the adversities of the pursuit of the hero's journey that we grow up and we shed the naivete that is accompanied by our childhood. Another extremely important question to ask yourself is, are you truly the type of person worthy of holding such capacity for wealth? Because wealth requires a capacity to hold that level of space, to hold it, to nurture it, to keep it, to protect it, to grow it. Or would you crack under the relentless pressure, 365 days a year, being called forward to show up and pay your dues, no matter how you feel, no matter how rich you think you are. Life doesn't care. Many of you may resonate with my 11-year-old self, a free soul, a little naive to reality, aspiring for big dreams, and delusional enough to go for them. Good for you. The growth that lies ahead of you is 99% about grieving your inner Peter Pan, shedding the parts of yourself that don't want to face the human experience, that want to run away, that want to hide and play small, and honoring all of it and pushing through anyways. And about 1% of it is actually about the money. It never truly was about the money. That is what I have come to learn over the last few decades. From being that 11-year-old boy to the now 31-year-old man that I am filming this video for you today. And while I'm probably the first person on the internet to ever put out a message like this about money, that is not to say you should not pursue it. Love is knowing something will hurt and doing it anyway. This is how you grow. This is how you learn. This is spiritual maturity. It is only through the pursuit, through the journey, that you will find meaning in life, enough to cope with the full spectrum of what it means to be human, what it means to suffer, and what it means to be aware of your own inevitable mortality looming off in the horizon. Do not buy into the illusion of your smallness or separateness. Rise, rise to the occasion. Your own hero's journey awaits you and it will be both 
terrifying and the most beautiful journey your soul could have ever asked for. There are far too many Peter Pans in the spiritual community. It's time to leave Neverland and fly, my friend.